Good day to all, and welcome to today's Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Max O'Brien, and today is day number 187 since we came back on the air. And I want to talk about myself a little bit today. The situation we're in has taught me a lot about myself. I'm a lot more resourceful than I think I ever was in my life before. I have a lot more drive to live a meaningful life, too. But something that hasn't changed about me, that Agnes just loves to point out, is, uh... I'm kind of weird. For instance, when I was in the third grade, I wore the same shirt every day. It was red and had Marvel Comics characters on it. My mom didn't do laundry every night, so I wore it dirty most of the time. The other kids never said anything to my face, but I have no doubt that they guffawed when I left. Everyone knew I was a little weird, but I was a good kid with a lot of heart. No one knew why I wore that shirt and why I wouldn't wear anything else. And In fact, today, adult Max doesn't have any explanation other than that I liked it. Then there was the day that it ripped. It was the beginning of the summer when I was ten. I was in the backyard up a tree. My mom called me to dinner and I went to jump down. The shirt caught on that branch and tore all the way across. There was no saving that poor worn garment. In usual fashion for me at the time, I shrugged and went inside. In fact, I didn't bother changing it for dinner. I just ambled into the kitchen, washed my hands in the sink, and sat down at the table. My mom may not have noticed at first. If she did, she waited a good ten minutes into the meal before saying anything. She'd long ago given up the fight about me wearing the shirt every day. There had been conflict over it when I first stopped wearing anything else, but I was stubborn, like my dad. And my mom knew that there was no way to win about the stupid shirt. At the dinner table that night, when my mom said to go put on a new shirt, I did. I simply got up from the table, went to my room, and put on a blue t-shirt. That night, I tossed the blue one in the hamper, and when I got dressed the next morning, I put on a clean shirt out of the drawer. And that was the end of it. I went a whole school year in the same shirt, and when it tore, I simply started wearing other clothes again. Another example of how I'm weird is my high school rock collection. When I say rock collection, I mean just that. I collected rocks. Not precious stones or pieces of quartz or fossils or anything like that. I collected plain old rocks that I would pick up in the woods. At that time in my life, I was a bit of a loner. I had friends and I did student activities, but I also enjoyed my solitude. For time alone, cut off from the world, I would go for long walks in the woods. I fancied myself a deep thinker. I would head out there, alone, for hours at a time and think. I would occasionally bring a book with me, something on cubism or Lao Tzu, which I never got very far in. I would mostly just walk and think. Any time that I had what I thought was an epiphany or a truly insightful revelation, I would pick up a rock. It could have been any kind, any size, but preferably something that would fit in my pocket. I would cherish that rock. Sometimes I'd keep it in my pocket for days after. It was somehow my connection to the thought or revelation that I had had. It made me feel good to have some kind of tangible connection to that day in the woods. I would sometimes experience social anxiety in public, and being able to reach into my pocket and hold onto that rock would calm me. It would be a reminder that I was above all of the things that made me feel anxious and feel like I was grounded on a deeper level. Before my next trek into the woods, I would put the rock in a jar that was on my bedside table, and then I would go back out there into nature, have some kind of deep thought, and pick up another rock. 
Looking at the jar, the rocks were mostly the same kind. I think they were granite. My parents never questioned the jar of drab gray rocks. But in college, someone did. Yes, I brought my jar of epiphany rocks to college with me. It didn't seem to bother my roommate either, but one day a girl was visiting him and looked questioningly at the jar. What's that? she asked. Rocks, I responded. She accepted my answer and didn't ask any more questions, but it made me feel slightly self-conscious about my collection of random rocks, especially since I wasn't going on walks in the woods anymore. After that, I kept them under my bed, but I still kept them. You know what? I think that's how I got into my obsession with conspiracy theories. I really enjoyed those long walks in the woods and getting lost in thought. I would try to solve the world's problems out there. Right now, the world's biggest problem is the zombies. So when I get lost in thought, that's the problem that my mind is trying to solve. Dr. Clark is always asking why I do it and how I got this way. I think I finally have an answer for her. What's the take-home message of all this today? I think it's about loving yourself just the way you are. I know I'm a little weird. I've got more than my share of quirks, but it doesn't matter. Those are the things and the qualities that make me who I am. Remember to like yourself the way that you are, red shirt and rock collection included. Take care of each other.